0: This is Chuck at Lazarus Curry Podcast at the Junction of Faith and Recovery, and this is my first podcast after all the great adventures, so it's sort of the uh, adventure podcast, and I am going to tell the story about my adventure and what I learned and what I didn't learn from all of that. I went in for a hernia operation and they gave me a bunch of stuff to try to help with the anticoagulant I took for my afib and um, well apparently what happened was the anticoagulant um, allowed bleeds to happen in my head So I came out of the thing, cover for the operation, and I don't know that I had a problem then, but then all of a sudden they said they had a bleed, and they went in and drilled my head to relieve the pressure from the bleed in my head. That was a little weird. Um, And then I recovered from the operation and did the thing and then I lose track of the stuff. My kids, I came back from taking my son to the airport and the next day I sounded weirder and weirder and um, that was, uh, they took me to the hospital and then they, uh, it was just downhill from there. It was just. Bad downhill from there, and I uh, ended up. Uh, I lose track. I mostly, I was dreaming during all of this. I don't know whether the dreams were real or it was sort of, sort of what happened, but not really accurately. Eventually, things went from bad to worse. The bleed got worse, and. Then a clot, as clots do, migrated to my, my uh, lungs and, you know, that stuff kill, can kill you. And they put me on, uh, on an intu- intubated me and put me on a thing and I was, a, I don't know how long I was on intubation, a week, something like that, some time. And they told my kids, it's like, this is not good. You know, people die from this. Um, and we had a lot of people praying, apparently. I was completely out of it. I was dreaming or doing whatever I was out of it. And, um, my daughter and my son got a hold of everybody we'd ever gone to church with. And we'd gone to a lot of church. And we had a lot of close friends. And they put in touch us in touch with other prayer warriors. And, um... You know, I think I was intubated. I lose track. A week, something like a day, a week, I don't know. Um, But then I started to turn around. Things started to get better. They were afraid I was gonna die. And, but then with prayer, things started to turn around. And um, I was in a hospital quite a while. But then they, I wasn't conscious really. They transferred me over to a rehab center Um, They have an intensive part of Resab Center, and they have a uh, non-intensive care. Um, I was in intensive care for quite a while, taking blood, doing the thing, managing my meds, Um, and they were praying, because it was looking like I might be a vegetable. And um, my daughter was terrified, my son was terrified they were praying um and I came out of it I was dreaming all during this time I was dreaming a lot during this time you know I was just I I was a wreck um but I was dreaming I had a dream life during this time and um you know, I don't know whether it's worth it talking about the dreams, but I just dreamed all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, but my daughter was praying, you know, they were, they were thinking I was going to be, I'd survive, but be a vegetable. Um, but I wasn't a vegetable when I came out. I, I, I started dreaming and praying in tongues and doing all sorts of stuff. And, um, I came to, and my brain was foggy but intact. I, I, with a little prompting, I, I knew who my name was, when my birthday was. Um, you know, I, uh, And I answered those questions over and over and over again. What's your name? What's your birthday? Hold your hands out. All my reflexes were good. My strength was good. Um, And they were, the doctors were like, whoa. Because they didn't, they they really didn't know whether I was going to be a vegetable or not after all the things. I mean, they drilled holes in my head a couple times. They intubated me for a period of time. You know, I was really viciously sick for. For an extended period of time, um, CT scans showed blood in my brain. <laughs> it was it was bad, and I didn't know half of what was going on. It's just that I knew the food sucked, um, and I and I knew that I was dry, being driven nuts. Um, but finally, somewhere along the line, you know, I was awake to realize that. My daughter came, my son came, and, and they told me the story. And I told them the story of what I was dreaming. And, uh, you know, I was returning to a state of betterness, but imprisonment. I was imprisoned on a on a hospital bed. Um, survived on ucky food. I didn't eat much, but uh, I survived on ucky food. And weather channel. I spent a lot of time watching the weather channel. You know, heat and the tornadoes and the, the reality show stuff of truckers in Canada hauling trucks out of ditches and stuff like that. I loved it. I just absolutely loved it. Um, You know, so I spent quite a bit of time there. I don't know. It seemed like five years, but it was probably a month or two. And they moved me to a less critical, more exercise-oriented place. And I just continued to get better enough and I finally they let me come home um, but I came home and I found out just how crazy it was so continued up to this day continued doctor visits continued debates about how best to treat this complicated bleeding issues in my brain um, but the intellect is pretty much there I mean I was was never a star intellect, but um, you know I can do this I was a little disjointed, but I can do this and this is what I wanted to do in the hospital, Is I wanted to get back to a podcast um, and i'm I'm utterly grateful that I can do this utterly grateful um, you know but one of the things in the take home lessons, you know, I'm still recovering, I'm still exercising, I'm still have to use a cane. I just started driving again. Um, but what I'm so grateful for is that, you know, I, I used to I had a recording of gospel hymns that I I I, I had. On my tablet, I had my daughter bring the tablet. And I just plugged that sucker into the power, and I lay in the hospital bed, um, hurting, and um, and played that. It lasted about an hour and a half, and I just listened to that and, and cry, I just cried, cried, cried. Uh-huh. It was like my heart burnt. I, it, was, it was the weirdest experience, my heart burnt. But it felt like it was burning as I listened to the things and sung along with them. I don't sing good, but I sung along and I weeped and I cried. And I realized that what this first thing was about this first podcast if I got a chance. It's gonna be about no compromise. I wasn't gonna compromise my my faith or my adherence to the faith or my you know my trust in the Lord or anything like that because he had been so faithful. I mean, I'm seventy seven and I was one sick son of a gun. You know, my legs were, at the worst, were deep gray, pasty deep gray. Um, you know, I wasn't eating, so I was dropped I dropped 40 pounds, 45 pounds at the worst. Um, I was weak as weak as water when I first got up to do PT. And I was confused and I was hurt and I was messed up, really messed up. And, you know, all I knew was was listening to that music was that, and a kid's telling me, you know, dad, we just went to the prayer warriors and we prayed and prayed hard. And you started to come around. You know, it was during that time that I started dreaming dreams and, and weeping and praying in tongues and waking up and I have no other explanation that God through the prayer warriors called me back and what am I supposed to do with that? Decide that I'm not going to say the stuff I say, you know? No, I'll say the stuff I say. And if you don't like it, you can just not listen. Um, But I am not gonna compromise what I say about the Lord. You know, I mean, I'll change if I'm being stupid, which I do that a lot, but I'm not gonna change my understanding of who He is and what He is and what He does and what He means for people you know and i think that that's the reason i get so much grief is because he is scary powerful and his authority is unquestioned in the spiritual realms anyway i mean yeah here you get a little flack because you got you got you know you know W. Devil broadcasting all the time but he is all powerful, all powerful and I will make no compromise at all over the fact that Jesus is Lord and King over the affairs of men and that it is his decision alone whether we, where we go after we die his decision alone and he died so people could be forgiven but the condition is if we confess our sins and believe in him and make him Lord in other words we obey him as best we can then we will be in good state with him and we'll be brought to heaven um a little bit of a transition for some of us, because um, it, it ain't earth there, it's heaven. It's holiness and righteousness and glory and peace and all those things. Bit of a transition for some of us, but definitely better than what the Bible says other people, though, and it's, that it's Jesus who gets to say, you know, depart from me, all you evil work doers. So, Jesus is the one that has to save every human being, and that's a little bit hard to deal with. But it is what it is, and this this first podcast is about no compromise. I was dead, and now I'm alive you know my kids were told when i was intubated that he's old he's weak he's not doing good his blood chemistry is crap is he he's if he stays alive he's he might be a vegetable and they went on their face, and they got everybody else to get on their face. And I came out of it. Okay. I mean, not impaired. Okay. And a doctor would come in every day and say, this is amazing. He'd just shake his head and say, this is amazing. You're, <laughs> you're what, what are you doing? You know, you should be, uh, just you shouldn't be this way. I mean, I wasn't a happy camper and I wasn't eating, but I was, I, I could talk, I could make myself known. I could conduct intelligent conversations and that wasn't supposed to happen at all. And what happened was the doctors were good, but they didn't think there was much of a chance. But my daughter and my son and all the people from all the churches that we were closed with, they prayed, and God answered their prayer. So it's not magic or humbug or, you know, practices or anything else all my people that prayed were Jesus following believers and they prayed and I'm here because they prayed and I believe that I'm supposed to do what I'm doing and that's this does anybody listen Probably not, but this is what I do from now on. And I woke up and came to and said, well, with all the craziness of the house getting wrecked and the, our money getting drained away and squeezed out and the, just a tumult of our lives since I started the podcast, I said, I'm not not going to compromise. I'm going to say what I say. And the only person that can change me is the Lord. He says, you're you're not doing it right, then I'll change and tell you I screwed it up. But at this point, I don't believe I screwed it up in the sense that I've told everybody that listens that Jesus is Lord and King. And our fate And the eternal is with Jesus. And I try to make that understood to people in recovery because they're my number one thing. I'm a recovery person. So that's sort of why I'm back. um, Anyway, thank you for listening if you listen and this is chuck at last discovery podcast at the junction of faith and recovery and the next one will be i don't know but it'll be what it is not what i feel is appropriate to do to make people happy because i was dead and now i'm alive this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast at Junction of Faith and Recovery. Thank you very much.